नमो ब्रह्मादिभ्यो ब्रह्म विद्या संप्रदाय कर्तृभ्यो वंश ऋषिभ्यो महद्यो नमो गुरुभ्या वक्रतंड महाकाय सूर्यकोटिशाप्रभा निर्विघ्न गुर मे देव सर्वकारु सर्वद शंकर शंकराचार्य केशव बागरायण सूत्रभाष्यकृत वंदे भगवंत ईश्वर गुरुरात्मी मूर्तिभेद विभागिने व्योम व्याप्तेहाय दक्षिणामूर्त नम स्वीकृत्यो नम द उपनिषद शांतिमंत्र ओम आप्यायंदुमी वाक्चक्षुश्रोत्र अथो बलमींद्रिया ब्रह्म उपनिषद माहं ब्रह्म निराकुरा ब्रह्म निराकोत्कमस्तु अराकरण मे अस्तु तदात्मते यपनिषत्सु धर्मा ते मयि सू ते मयि सू So we are continuing our discussions on the Chantokya Upanishad, Chapter Six. As we, as a just a small and quick recap, we started the thirteen third chapter, fourteenth section to connect between that and the sixth chapter, where the third chapter said that. Sarvam khaluidam Brahma. Indeed, all this what we are seeing as the multiplicity or multitude in our experiences as objects, including the subject and the object. Sarvam khaluidam. Everything is nothing but that Brahma. Now Brahma, we all know about it. I don't have to tell what is Brahma, but for those who are listening for the first time, Brahmatvat Brahma is what it is. That that. one thing which is the all encompassing which like the space is the substratum for everything to appear and exist and disappear same way this brahma is also called satchidananda satchit ananda means existence consciousness and bliss is the indicative nature of that in which everything can everything is not can everything is appearing existing and disappearing this is how the definition of it goes so nothing is outside its perimeter or outside its you know range so that having said in the beginning the sixth chapter is explaining that how did it become the multiplicity which we are now experiencing as the subject and object the objects are many multifarious in nature and the subject for each one of us there is a subjective experience which is interacting with the objective experience so the relationship between the subject and object if they are the same how can it be experienced as a Uh, separatedness for that the upanishad in the beginning said that that sat that existence and being there are not two separate thing the beingness is itself is the existence and that itself is the consciousness or the awareness because the existence if something is existent then only it can be aware of so having said that 
how did it become the multiple multiple thing is what was the question all about so there we we were told that just the sat itself is what is appearing as the multiplicity where it is there is nothing different it has neither gone through any any modification or bifurcation or any sorts of changes in its own nature without changing its own purity and the nature it appears as many that is the word appears has got a very important uh, uh, connotation here to explain that the upanishad used in the previous sections of the sixth chapter that ekenaiva mrutena sarvam brahmayam vacharam banam vikaro namadeyam mrutigateva satyam it is only the one lump of mud which can take into many shapes appear as many objects of mud but when it becomes the objects of mud we do not treat them in the same way as it is a lump of mud the pot the doll the the lamp or whatever may be the form the mud the earthen part objects which we are having they are all nothing but vacharambanam means vakalambanam is dependent on the name or an attribute as a name and there is a form for it the pot is nothing but mud in essence and even even when we are transacting with the mud as mud only but for us the name and the form of a pot is more valid or feels appears to be real to us so the reality of the mud has now been transferred into the reality of the name and the form of the pot same way the gold and the ornaments and the iron and the iron objects etc etc there are everywhere it is like that so same is the case when the sat now having adopted the name and the form appears to be the world of experience for the and the subject which is experiencer in this world of experience this aspect of multiplicity which we have a reality in is due to a superimposition of name and form onto the substratum to explain that even though this upanishad which being in a very ancient text it has used certain examples of the past in the to the explain so they are using tat tejo aichatta teja is the one the tejas means the the power of light or the energy of light anupravishya is the word used anupravishya means entered into the name and form of light it is the same sat or existence now what is being experienced as the the light principle which has got a name as light and a attribution called the principle of light that subsequently gives rise to apaha 
mean the liquid or the water watery principle apat annam annam is the what is being consumed by us in the world so this is the way in which the same sat without becoming different the mud without becoming different has become a pot the sat without becoming different is now being experienced as the tejaha the apaha the annam the light the water and the food principles so we should keep it in mind when we are experiencing anything we are experiencing the sat that is why we feel the reality of a name and form the name and form has no independent existence without the substratum in which the name and form has been attributed the pot is a name and form of attribution given on to the mud same way this entire world of subject and object is name and forms attributed to that brahma the satchitananda therefore sarvam khaluidam brahma now having said that the dialogue between the father and the son where the father asked have you studied what knowing which everything will be known or that which will make you know every details of the creation there in our in our tradition or in our lineage there is nobody who has not studied this aspect so the son said no i don't think so because if the my teachers have not taught me if they had known definitely they would have taught me is the way in which this the son swetaketu replied to the father uddalaka dalaka aruni is the is the is the clan name so aruni aruna aruna the arunas lineage is called aruni and uddalaka is the father and swetaketu is the son so now having said all those things then the son did not get the exact import of what the father was teaching so the father had to come down to the level of the student here his son to explain that how this water fire or the anna principle is now experienced in the in the in the world of objects so he said that if you remove the sunness the name of the sun and the shape of the sun and when that is removed from that there is a tattva or the principle of light energy in it that shape and the form we call it as sun but the principle which it is standing is what is called the tejah the fire principle same way everything in this world if you remove the name and the form there is a aspect which cannot be denied because there it is being experienced it is being aware or its own existence is an awareness to us therefore satanchit the existence and awareness is permeating through each and everything and you cannot pinpoint one even an atom or an iota of a thing which can be said to be having a name and form without existence and awareness 
Therefore, existence awareness is the fundamental reality. Name and forms are attributions, and these keeps changing. Therefore, Vajarambanam Vigaro Namade. So the fun, the sun was saying that then how did it, how can I say that I don't see the fire and the water and the annam in the human body, in my body I don't see that. It's a very natural thing which is the son can ask. So father says, okay, don't, don't worry. You are now talking and doing all these things because all these three principles are embedded or ingredient to your being, the physical body. If you want to test it, you stop taking food for 15 days and then come to me. So the son, to test on himself and to question the father, he goes for, for a 15 days fast and on the 15th day and he comes to the father. So father asked, have you done what I told you? He said, yes, I have, I have been on fast only drinking water all this while. So, okay, now chant me the Rigveda, Yajurveda, Samaveda, which you were very proficient in before starting this fasting. Now, can you tell that the son, the son struggles to chant it because he was not getting it in from his memory. He is not able to recollect and everything. So, the father says, there are 60, there are 16 palas or the parts of which a human being body is being made. And even if one aspect of it, which is now because you have been drinking water, one aspect has been retained in your body. That's why you are able to appear to be live, living and transacting. But the other colors which is made of the food and other articles, which are not in provision because they are not being getting their energetic requirement from because you are not been eating the food. Go ahead and eat the food and come back to me and then I'll ask you. So the son goes back having taken the food, takes rest and then comes back to the father and they say, now can you chant? He is able to chant. So the son asks father, why, how, how do you say this is thing? To explain that, he said, when the food is being consumed, after having taken the subtlest part, and the middle path, the grossest is discarded as fecus. The middle part is what it is going, goes into the making the mind. And no, the middle part and, uh, you know, the subtle part is what is going to making the mind. The middle part is going to making the flesh. Same way the water and fire, all three has got the subtle, middle and the gross one. The water gross is the urine and uh, the middle part is the blood and the subtle part like that. He explains all the three. This is because it is the same principle of the existence and awareness, which has become the fire, the water and dana. Today you are appearing as a human being and it is their presence in this physical body with which you are thinking you are a separate entity you do not have a separate existence if they are not there in your body. Now, having come to this stage, we are going to the eighth section where 
the relationship between the human being and that from which everything came up that sat that truth or the existence and the relationship between the individual experiences of the human being is what is being explained in this particular opening particular section eighth section uddalako haruni shetuketum putram uvacha sopnadam me somya vijanihi idi yatra etat purushah supiti nama sada saumya sada sampanno bhavati som apito bhavati tasmad yena supiti iti aachakshate som hi apito bhavati so the uddar uddarana uddalaka aruni aruni is the clan name uddalaka says to his son chetaketu vijanihi you may understand from me or you may learn from me what saumya my dear sopiti etat namaha tata sada sampanno bhavati when a man is said to be in sleep sopiti is the deep sleep name then tada sata sampanno bhavati he becomes in unison with the being sampanna means unification sata means with the sat or with that being when the human being is in the deep sleep he is in unison with the truth som apito bhavati som apito bhavati means he goes back to his origin now most of us are not able to understand this aspect of deep sleep because we are looking to the deep sleep from our experiential aspect of it we are not able to know what is our state or what was my condition or what was that the state where i was in deep sleep now for the practical purpose let me categorize these two are into two categories one is swapna means swapna and jagrat the dream and the waking both are experienced based activities whereas swapiti or the deep sleep is where there is no experiencing at all but doesn't mean that in all the three states the existence and awareness is not there the existence and awareness in the name and form as a human being was experienced in waking as a dreamer in the dream world was experienced in the dream world but there is no difference between the waking and the dream except for the realm of operation is one is gross and other is subtle so categorizing them as one part of the experiential world and the non experiential state of being is what is called the sufiti is the deep sleep then so here what it is happening is that father says to son when a man goes to his sleep leaving his experiential world into the deep sleep he is in unison with his original stuff from where the whole world has come tasmat yena sopiti idi aachakshate 
this attributes of the adjunct or the upadi where the reflection is taking place is what is superimposed onto the reflections in the same way this tat this truth when it is reflecting through the mind the mind is the adjunct or the upadi with which the world of experience is being projected or seen as by the individual and we know the mind is made up of food and is combined with the speech life breath prana vayu apaha all of them respectively has been understood in the previous sections so the mind when it is projecting it is projecting different qualities which is there in the mind or the name and form and experiences sapnandam sapnamadyam sapna idi darshanavritte sapnasya akya tasya madyam sapnandam susuptam ityetat so the word there is sapnandam is used in the mantra the end of the sapna sapnandam but it can also be said sapnamadyam because the deep sleep is experienced by the individual in between two experiences therefore we can say it is sapna madhyam sapna here is the experiential world dream or waking so when the deepest sleep or the sleep deep sleep when there is no experience is taking place it is preceded and subsequent superseded subsequent followed by sapna or jagrat therefore sapna madhyam you can talk this as sapna madhyam also even though the upanishad says sapnandam it we cannot really say andam because after that another sapna is starting therefore api tatrapi arthat susuptam eva sopya swam apito bhavati iti vachanat having become one with swam means one's own real nature the swam is not the self please understand that 
self or the individualized ego or the individuality is a part of the mind when we are in the deep sleep we do not even know whether we are an individual human being time space knowledge experience nothing is known there we have no knowledge of anything at the same time we cannot deny the existence of it so sat sati sampanya so tat sampanna bhavati so he becomes one with the sat atra susupta swayam apito jeevasya ichchanti brahmavidah tatra hi आदर्शे अपनयने पुरुष प्रतिबिंब आदर्शवत यदा सुम पुरुष एवं अद्युअप्रे चैतन्य प्रतिबिंबरूपेण जीवन आत्मना मनसी प्रविष्ट नाम व्याकराणी परा देवता सवयम आत्मा प्रतिपद्य दिस्परादेवताीम सेलफ विच इज विच नाउ थ्रू द मैंड manasi pravishta having entered through the mind into the world of projections of the experiences nama roopo vyakaravani it has it it accepts the different names and forms ata susuptha eva swapnanda shabdasya vachya dihamyati therefore when these aspects of the nama roopa is not being utilized where will every object go back to may it be sun the moon the water the air the human being the animal whatever the name is that when the name and form and attributions of what is being experienced or projected if that is not there at the same time you cannot deny the existence of it where will all of them merge the entire world will merge into that sat therefore that aspect of everything is what here is that name what we has been mentioned as the sati sambadhya or swam apito bhavati is what as the one which has become the swam it is the verb now the sun has a look on his face that it is swapna madhyam so there is something which is in the waking and the dream which is there then why is it appearing again and again it's a natural question the sun can have if it has become one with the truth well why does he have to go through this again and again and again so to drive in that point into the the understanding the upanishad is using an example of a bird tied to a rope and to a post in the floor yata sayetah shakuni sutrena prabaddho disham disham paditva anyatra ayatanam alabdwa bandanam eva upashrayatah evam eva khalu saumya tat mano disham disham praditva anyatra ayatanam alabdwa pranam उपाश्रयते प्राणबंधनम हि सौम्य मन दिस इज द सूत्र और द मंत्र व्हाट इट से यदा शकुनी दिस बर्ड शकुनी मीन्स अ बर्ड यदा शकुनी सूत्रेण प्रबद्ध 
just as the bird which has been tied to a string, disham disham paditva, having flown in several directions, as long as the rope is there, he can go to that extent. Now here you should understand that the sakuni and the rope and the, the pillar or the post where it has been tied have to be understood with our own relation experience. For that, this statement first let us understand that. Having flown in different direction, anyatra ayatanam alabdva bandhanam eva upashrayata. It is not able to go and find an abode where it can rest as itself. There is no way because it has been tied. It, it at the end of the day, having tried the different direction flying to fly, when it comes, it sits near the post where it has been tied. Eva meva, in the same way, Soumya, my dear son, at manaha disham disham paditva anyatra ayadanam alabdva pranam eva upashrayate. This mind is like that bird sakuni. That bird and having taken to the multifarious experiences of the world of drag, waking and the dream, having gone through the whole thing, it returns back having not got any other place where he, that, that search or the entire process of the mind going to different locations or different experiences is to find a similar place other than the, the substratum or the post where it has been tied to similar nature. So that is why if you look into our own activity, the mind always wants that peaceful happiness state. We think that that is available in the world of objects, either in the name, fame, money, you know, entertainment, you know, excitement, every type of this thing we are unknowingly getting engaged. In the process, what we are actually looking for is to, to remain in a state of tranquility and peace. But having done this throughout the day, when the whole sense organs and the mind becomes tired, like the bird trying to fly away from the post, and when all those things are failing, the only place where it can get that peace and tranquility or that, that pure happiness is taking it back to the deep sleep. Therefore, pranam eva upashrate. Here the pranam is not the prana which he is talking about. Here pranam is being indicated as that state where only that sat is existing. Upalakshanam, in the Sanskrit we call it as an upalakshanam. Means indicative of that state of sat. Swapito, sum apito bhavati. That state is called the pranam. Therefore, pranabandhanam hi saumyamana. This knot between that sat and the mind, that is where the mind is to be understood. The mind is actually nothing but that sat only. 
when it takes a name and fame, name and shape or activity which is the mind is there it feels that it has got it has taken an independent existence only to realize that all the thought which it had as a mind for independent existence is not taking him independence absolutely it is never independent that dependency to that consciousness or awareness is the reason why the mind is going back to that state of existence awareness between the two attempts to find out somewhere else that object that state of peace so now what happened is that the mind is now known is now finding that there is only one place where it can sum apito bhavati where it can become its own nature we may go out of the day do all those things but when we reach home we say sweet home home sweet home this feeling of being in our own home is which is normally for us is the case with all our sense organs and the mind when we go to our deep sleep this state of deep sleep which we are experiencing has been ridiculed as a insignificant or immaterial by the people who do not laukika what we call it as the people who are in day and looking outwardly for answers for them the sleep is a wasteful time for the life so they always criticize that this is what is it's not it's a useless state we are not able to achieve anything during that what is being achieved by during that waking and the dream is not defined properly also but not because the reason is that whatever is there it is within the time and the space and they all of them have a beginning a middle and an end therefore nothing is permanent so the only permanent thing where it is there it is in the sushupti now this sushupti which we talk about in it is not there in the upanishad here in this aspect it will come in another upanishad is the same state before we knew what our mind and sense organs can do and will be the same state when our mind and the sense organs becomes non functional means death that is the state which is always there so when we come to the state of experiences of the waking when we are doing and the dream and the waking as one thing don't think that we are leaving that substratum or the state of the deep sleep and entering into a different world no that bandhanam hi manah that tie which keeps these sense organs and everything operational is because it is it is having a connection with that satyanchit in our nature your pure nature so even in that presence when the bird is flying the 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 rope and the tie the the post is the reason why it is being held in what stage it is same way the reason why that satyanchit is the reason why where the mind is become from the mind from that 
therefore the mind cannot be away from that because it is a projection of that satan chit which is the mind so the projection can not go without the projecting substratum where the consciousness is coming into the mind therefore the mind and the sense organs are always tied up to that place now when we look from our waking experience we call that we have three states that is the waking state the dream state and the deep sleep is considered as a state by the waker for the waker there is three experience he sees that my waking experience is there is a real world real experience dream i am going there in the sleep when i am sleeping i am going to the dream is what he thinks but it is not the case even in the waking hours when he is daydreaming he is into a world of the similar to the dream we do not realize or we do not categorize them as a dream but it is as good as a dream because they are they are not tangible they are not gross in nature so we call it as a state dream as a state but in really speaking if it had been a separate state the remembrance of the dream in the waking will not have been possible if there has been not been a one person or one entity which is connecting the both therefore both dream and waking are not two experiences but one experience in two realms where one is a gross realm and one is a subtle realm but the experiencer is only one and the only one that when it is being dropped or not being pursued by the instrument called the mind there is nothing to grasp vishesha vijnana bhava when that is not being pursued or perceived or experienced or enjoyed by the mind the mind becomes in itself as the original form before projecting as a mind because the mind when it is projected then only we call it as a mind because it is then connected to the sense organs of both action and uh, knowledge and the relationship with the world of outside connected through the sense organs so all the link is coming only when the mind is projected from that awareness but when there is nothing to be experienced in everything the existence of the mind itself becomes non existent there even the mind is not there so we have a state of deep sleep where we do not experience the mind the waking person wants to now account his experiences of the 24 hours so he calls that absence of experiences of either the gross world or the deep sleep world is my third state so he calls it as my third state and the sushupti or the deep sleep is my third state really speaking it is not the third state that is the only state in reality when it projects the mind the grossness and the subtleness gives rise to two worlds of experiences for the mind the reality is that now the example which is which can be used is that 
when we are carrying a head load or carrying some shopping bags on our hands and everything we feel the heaviness and the tiredness after some time but the moment we drop it or keep it somewhere we feel that there is a happiness or a relaxation or a, some sort of a rejuvenating you know experience happening with our body so that we can lift it again and start walking now this rejuvenation if it is a non existent state this rejuvenation cannot come because there must be something for with the rejuvenation to hap happen so if the mind has gone to a state if there is nothing if it is the shunyata as per the some philosophers if that nothingness is the state it cannot automatically be rejuvenated in that state but when we wake up in the morning or when we come back to the mind as become in the morning waker we have a freshness and the energy again to go out into the world of experiences till we fall tired and fall asleep so what does it show it shows that while we are accumulating the energy and the strength of the viryata or the everything in the deep sleep we are expending them in when the world of experiences through the mind and the sense organs so the real where will you call your real nature when you keep your shopping bags or when you will carrying them your nature natural state is when you don't have the carrying any load or any weight on you same way when we are not experiencing anything through our mind and the sense organs and the activity and all those things when we rest in ourselves that is swam apito bhavati when we are in one unison with ourselves that is our real state this is what is being now being explained in the third mantra which says saumya asana pipase me vijanihi iti yatra etat purusha ashishishyati nama aapa eva tat ashitam yanayate tat yatas gonaya asanaya purushanaya iti evam tat aapaha aapachakshate asanaya iti tatra etat shrangam utpaditam saumya vijanihi na idam moolam bhavishyati iti what does it say Saumya asana pipase me vijanihi iti learn from me my dear what we discussed about earlier the hunger and thirst which which you you are now familiar because we did that experiment yatra etat purusha ashishyate nama aapa eva tat ashitam nayate now when such and such a man desires to eat it is the water which is carrying away what he has been eaten by as food the food what he is being eaten is being carried away by the water yat yada gonaya asanaya purushanaya purushanaya iti evam tat apaha achakshade asanaya iti just as the those who are leading the cow go is called gonaya go gamnayati iti gonaya iti gamnaya ashwanaya means one who are leading the horses same way purushanaya iti 
एवं तत् आपा आचक्षदे असनाया इति सो असनाया इज द वर्ड फॉर हंगर सो द वन व्हिच टेक्स द फूड टू द एंटायर बॉडी सिमिलर टू द वन हु इज लीडिंग द काउज और द हॉर्सेस द फूड is being taken to to, to the entire body through the apaha through the water which is being consumed and tat yada saumya atra etat sungam utpidam vijanihi na idam moolam bhavishyati iti thus my dear know that this is to be the sprout shot up could be not be without a root this food which is like the carrying that food the nourishment and everything for the human being to function the mind and the body and the intellect and the sense organs to work the food and the water is leading so there is not only the the satthir the projections of the fire for the digestion the water to carry the food into the body and the food which is annam it's all part of this this mana and indriya and the purusha so the purusha or the human being the sum total of all those things just as a sprout from a tree will be only shooting up when there is a connection to the root from where all these can come same way if the mind is not connected to that sat from which that the fire the water and the food cannot be projected the purusha will not be able to function as a living being because there is no connection to the sat in the in the projection therefore the functions of the body will not be fung possible just as the water is required for the food to be reached everywhere this mind which is made up of all these functions is required to spread the the food or the energy into the body anyway into for the body to function tasya kwa moolam syad anyatra annad eva eva kalu saumya annena sungena apo moolam avichinbi avichidbihi saumya sungena tejo moolam avichinna tejasa saumya sungena sanmoolam avichinna sanmoola saumya ima sarva praja sat ayatana sat pratishta now where this kind of root be from just as for the food where could the root he be a put food so my boy from the food as the sprout is coming up infer water as the root and from water the sprout infer here the fire as the root from fire as the sprout infer the fire for the fire to be the sprout the being is the root and all these creatures of my dear all these kids means sarve prajaha have their root in the being they reside in the being and rest in the being it is in this sat through which the fire then the water and the food because of which the multiplicity is experienced in the world 
they do not exist and survive unless that sat is there from which the entire world of projection is being done now here it is used as a root and a sprout in some other upanishads it takes that you know urdhamoola matashagam ashyattam brahuravyayam so there is a tree which is which is depicted by a tree with the root up because the sat is supposed to be the devata so therefore the root is upward and the world the projection takes downward to the world of creation so that is the example or the allegory in that that upanishad here it is saying that the yesterday that sakuni or the bird which is drying into the world outside if there is no connection to that that being in our existence the mind cannot function the sense organs cannot function because they all function because each one of them are dependent on either the fire principle the water principle or the food principle so that is how the they are all resting in the being the ultimate resting place for all of them is the being only atha yatra etat purushah vipasati nama tejah eva tat pitam nayate tat yata gonaya ashvanaya purushaya iti evam tat tejah achashtah उदीतिमूलिंग they have the they cannot have a independent existence unless they are connected with the root to the being the sprout which is being proud he is again in the here also we should take same way that the root is established in the being tasya kwa moolam syad anyatra adya adbihi saumya shungena tejaha unmoola vichinnaha tejasaha saumya shungena sanmoolam avichinna sanmoola मन प्राणो ट्रूथ and now all each of these deities like the teja the apaha the annam the fire the water and the food principle reaching on man or the human being becomes triplicated has been explained to you before this we have done it in the previous sections on 6th or 7th verse where they that trividram trividkaranam that the triplication how it is taking and when a man is departing my dear the reverse is taking place 
just as for the projection it is coming from the being to the mind to the sense organs from the wire wire and all those things the reverse is happening when the man is winding up the projections and going back speech merges into the mind mind merges into the prana and the prana merges into the supreme deity this is how the reversal takes place the the forward projection and the reversal projection is through this process of fire water and the breath so mana vak manasi pratishtha prane pratishtham that is how it is going back to the tatpurusha it is deciding in that parasyam devatayam teja parasyam devatayam in that paras devata means here it is talking about the sat that in which it is being into which everything is merging into saye esha anima eitadatmam idam sarvam tat satyam sa atma tattvamasi shivetaketo iti here is that tattvamasi aspect is being explained by udwalaka now that which is this substance that para devata where everything is merging back to all from where everything is coming out that is the subtle essence anima aidatatmyam it is that it is the atmyam means self it is the self of all sa atma that is the atma that is the atma which we call it as i in our each one of us tat satyam that is satyam or that is the sat from which everything is depending upon and that sat is what you are tad tvamasi shvetaketo that tat is what you are feeling today as an independent boy of 16 or 24 24 year old you are feeling that you are an independent human being but in your day to day experience unless that sat is present in you neither can you experience your day waking and the dream and you need to rejuvenate yourself in the deep sleep or when you are departing from your body this body all those things which were active in your body merges one by one back into that sat again and that is the etatatmyam sarvam that is the atma of everything because everything goes through the same process and tat satyam that is the truth tattvamasi shvetaketo that is the tat that is that you are that is tattvamasi that you are that you are that that is what tat satyam that truth where which is that truth aidatatmyam sarvam it is the atma of everything and sa esha anima it is so subtle that it cannot be grasped through any of the sense organs because the grossification has happened for the sense organs to come to the experience of the world whereas this is subtler than the subtle anoraniyan mahato mahiyan therefore we cannot say that it can be grasped with any sense organs tat tattvamasi shvetaketo iti so the sun says that you said something to me i'm not very clear the father bhagavan hey bhagavan bhuye eva mam vitnyapayitu 
I have not understood. Please, can you explain to me this? This is the first time he said Tattvamasi. Now, in this Upanishad, before we conclude it, he is repeating nine times this, including this. So, another eight more examples are being explained to drive in this point that what is the reality of it? Therefore, the father says, Soumya, my dear, Sahovacha. He started talking again, which we'll do it in the Friday's class. Om Purnamada Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachyate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnameva Vashishyate Om Shanti 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 Arihi Om Shri Guru Bhyonamaha Arihi Om Thank you. Danyavada. Thank you, Bindaji. Very nice session. So, I just wanted to ask this: that when when he's telling Annena Swami Sringena Apo Mulam, it is similar to the thing in texts like Mantra Pushpam, right, where it is telling Yopa Maithanam Veda. So, it's a similar concept, right, Bindaji? Do you think? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. It's the same. Yeah. Hey, Mom, can you hear me? Yeah, how are you? So, uh, thank you so much. You know, there is a dimension of mind explained. So, put it in a way, mind is looking for, for the experience, you know, outside. It cannot get. Hence, it resolves back into the source. That Anand, the book also come into, I think when you explained Mandukya uh, sometime back, that Ananda book is the mind that finally resolves into that Ananda that was not available during the day or the dream. Hence, it come back. So is that the sort of way we should take it? That Ananda book finally resolves into that vastness. Again, we start projecting later as the dream waking continues. Is that the way we should take it? Uh, this is one one understanding I thought I'll validate. You cannot call it as Ananda, Ananda book alone. Because Satchit Ananda is three aspects of indicative of that. But that cannot be named as Sat or Chit or Ananda. Because the words cannot explain that. So we are using the word Ananda from our knowledge of what is Ananda. We know that that Ananda Brahmana, when you come to Taitriya, you will know that they are going to different levels of Devasya Ananda, Brahma Ananda, different, different, Gandharva, all Anandas are Akama Yasya. The one who is not Kama, his Ananda is the Supreme. And that is what where he is being explained that. Here, Akamayaha state is the state when you are in a Swamapito Bhavati, when you are in one with yourself. There, there is no Kama. Avidya, Kama, Karma are the three ways in which the projections are taking place. Avidya is non-apprehension of your own nature, is the reason why the mind becomes Kama, Avidya, Kama, and it is projecting into the Karma. To, to achieve that 
you know that to to remove the ignorance it is searching everywhere outside but when having done the search for the whole day when it becomes tired unknowingly it is in the state of ananda or in the state of sat or in the state of being not knowing how to go back there volitionally so hit the projections happens again in the next from the deep sleep again so this is because the avidya has not gone the the person for whom the avidya has gone he doesn't see himself anymore from the mind and the sense organs point of view he sees from the sat point of view because he knows that is his, that is his reality for him that sita pratnasya kabasha where that examples are being suga dukha samikrutwa labha labho jaya jayo what does it happen he doesn't see suka and dukha are separate there is no labha or lanj nashta in his in his view point this can be understood only if you are established yourself in that state where you know that the projections through the mind and the experience through the mind are driven by a ignorance which is projecting the need for finding these things the reality in the world of outside but one when we know that aidad atmam idam sarvam all this is the same atma which is appearing as the sarvam tat satyam and that is the truth then there is nothing for that such a person in the in the, in the next chapter the seventh chapter the narada is being told by shunaga in the is brother aptakamasya kaspraha aptakamaha means one who has attained the, the most desirable thing what spraha what desire can he have the the most covetable thing is if it is with you then the rest of the things will, will there be any importance for them no same way the ananda book when we are talking about you should not talk about the ananda book as a state which is there of the sleep sleep it is not only ananda book it is also chit book it is also sat book all the three are there inside that that is the only state where you have no you cannot even separate one from another sateva chit chiteva sat because in the taitriya when the explanation is being given satya jnanam anandam brahma satyam jnanam and anandam satchit ananda are not separate things sat eva chit chiteva ananda this is how we need to see sure bindu ji i'll look forward to taitariya in, in, in coming you know uh, um, this is pretty good um, ignorance is uh, the foundation uh, thank you for bringing that focus again thank you namaste uh, so bindu ji here um, this analysis you said sat chitta ananda sat sat and chitta i would understand the existence and the consciousness part uh, but the the ananda i mean uh, are we using the ananda in the meaning of uh, bliss because that sounds not not so needed i mean, I mean consciousness and uh, existence is fine but why is ananda needed as uh, intrinsic property that i am not able to understand 
the intrinsic property of ananda is because when you do not have any any load on you this is why the example i was talking about you are not carrying any other attributes on it nama roopa or projections of the world of experience of the gross or subtle or anything when you are unloaded out of all the weightage on you there is a state of you know having attained the natural good that state is the ananda we are talking about not the enjoyment of using objects other than you today we know only happiness from the point of view of engagement in objects other than yourself there is something which is when you there is a more tranquility and more rejuvenating experience of our happiness when we do not engage with anything when you take a rest we we take vacation we call the leisure the leisure is not being done as leisure by any more they plan and make say so they get so tired by the end of the vacation they become more tired than their normal days this is all because we are not knowing what is the happiness or what is that we are looking for and when it happens we feel that you know of oh, it was so it we enjoyed everything but it was so tiring did you go for making yourself tired or you are going to you want to relaxation a holiday we do such way when we consider that we all know our happiness or ananda only from those points of view but there is an ananda state which was disturbed by going out through the mind into the world of objects you will get that ananda only when you drop those projections and going into the world outside that is what is called the natural ananda or the niradishaya ananda or the satchidananda ananda there that word ananda can stand for it has to be understood only from that state or that state when you when you can look from that point of view you have to shift yourself to that state of ananda to understand it yeah thanks bindu ji so 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 it's like that ananda will be achieved only for by jeevan mukta only right like no, no that ananda is there every okay. now with each and every one of us we are covering that with our projections of the experiences of the world and we are looking at the experiences and we are forgetting about that peace within ourselves that tranquility within ourselves is that ananda and if the tranquility has not been there we could not been able to project the world of experiences only in a tranquil mind the projections can take place that tranquility is not exclusive property of a jeevan mukta or a jnani it is there nitya shuddha buddha mukta swabha is the state of each and every one all the time you have to understand that the equilibrium is always there the motion is a disturbance of equilibrium the static equilibrium which we can call it as is the state which we go to when into our deep sleep so so uh, bindu ji sir are you saying uh, that 
only during deep sleep we are experiencing that we are inferring right so like for example when i am doing meditation in the morning when i am like you know excluding myself from all the senses the sense that i feel is it something similar to this ananda that we are speaking about or it's not related to that if you are able to achieve that state of deep sleep ananda in meditation you are achieved it but if you have a feeling that you are experiencing something and you are there separate from it then you are still not experiencing it because there cannot be two in that state it is not an experience of somebody else it is your own being natural state so there you if you have a dichotomy or the experiencer and the experience you are not still there so yeah thanks vinod ji so in the in the waking and in the sleep there is the observer um in the deep sleep the observer is gone uh so as soon as there is movement then the observer comes in place and if i heard you correctly say explain to fankaji that ignorance is the reason that the observer comes into play again yeah the observer name and form can come only when there is an observation going on otherwise the observer is there without the name and the activity of observation so that that entity doesn't go anywhere but if the but if the observer is there in the deep sleep and there is no movement to be observed oh that's why okay got it it's resting in itself yes does the satkan or the truth is a holder of qualities by which existence appears see there are two ways in which you can look at it did the name and the form of the pot exist in the lump of mud you can say yes only it was not exhibited or it did not come into experience right if it had been not there the pot cannot come out of the mud a lump of mud to become a pot right that way if you are asking then you can say the qualities of existence appear in the in the truth and it appears when the experiences are being happening but in the real in sense it should be looked the other way around can the pot exist without the mud no same way can the names and forms and the experiences of the world have an independent existence without the sat same answer is no it is the same thing which is being projected as the world of experiences outside and then the the experiencer and the experience the subject and the object are the projections subsequently by the experiencer the subject feels the objects are different from me but the one who knows this tat satyam tat satyam sarva aitad atmyam idam sarvam idam sarvam all these thing is that atma aitad atmyam once who know that tat satyam as the truth then tad tvamasi you are that means the world what you till now said as that i one and the i that as the other than me is that or anything else is sarvam all as different from me that dichotomy or that differentiation doesn't stand anymore because 
if the same mud has become different pots the pots may appear to be different one pot can say the other one other pot is different but from the point of view of the mud every pot is the same or they all have a mudness without which they do not exist same way all the objects in the world of experience has satchidananda in it as the observer we also have it as the observed the world of objects also have it that is why the statement sarvam kalidam brahma is valid in another uh, hour or so um, binduji is going to go to sleep uh, what how would you characterize what what's going to happen in an hour or so can you just give it like a, an honest uh, portrayal binduji isn't going to sleep so what is actually going to happen the projection stops that's all and and this and this notion of of sleep waking uh dream they're also part of the projection aren't they yes that's part of the projection yeah and so the the only way that we can the upanishads and the, all of the language is pointing it's the, the the language itself is part of the that projection in order to try to bring about a, a greater understanding so yep it is that by we as the, the names and the forms the names is the way in which we articulate it form is the ideas which we have in the mind and those things both the ideas and the and the articulation which we do with our mind is the total experiences which you go through whether internal emotion thoughts and feelings or the external physical objects both all of them finally becomes an internal aspect of articulation and an ideation in the mind level and when those two are not being done by the mind the mind has no role to play and the mind becomes no mind and that is the same no mind state which is uh, mandukya also said amani bhava ekatma pratyasaram prapanchopashamam when it said that prapancha upashamam that dissolution of the dissolution or the dissolving of the world of experiences when it happens saatma savitneyah that is the atma that which you should all know that we should be knowing as atma that is exactly what here also saying etat atmam idam sarvam idam sarvam etat atma all these thing is that atma that sarvam atma tat satyam that is the truth tattvamasi and that truth is that what you are also you are that truth you are the truth is what it is the upanishad is saying so when we are saying that these projections of the waking dreamer and the deep sleep are the nomenclatures of the waker the dreamer the dream person when it is going into the subtle world he doesn't have this nomenclature he uses a different nomenclature but it is the same same entity using the same mind which is experiencing both the waking and the dream therefore he says that he has a remembrance of the dream right so when we when we look to mandukya the the name and form of 
the style of of Mandukyu with the padas are are really only suggestive of of that absolute subject that that absolute state it's it's not we we you can't divide reality so it so it's only used as a uh a poor artifact of of um of the construct that that the human mind can understand in order to bring about a greater understanding i mean it we can we can artificially understand reality because we experience so to speak sleep and dream and waking but to divide that up into quarters is is only is only used to bring about an understanding of that totality but it's not it's not re so do i mean is that is, is that do you accept that before i ask the next part of this this has been long unwinding statement so okay so mandukya describes reality in four quarters that is not an accurate it's not reality is not in four quarters that's the first part of it correct reality itself is in four quarters if you are looking it from that four quarters experience or point of view but in reality there is no four quarters but what i mean is that that to to, to suggest that brahman has four quarters is only is only done to bring about it's not an it's not an accurate representation of brahman brahman is not no, sleep brahman wake, brahman there, there there cannot be any representation or any words with which you can bring brahman into a, or that truth into any any you know, describable or definite definition so what the what is then only a possibility is where you can dissolve where the definitions can be dissolved so you first describe the definitions of the way grosser the way the waker the dreamer and the deep sleeper and then to the turiya the dissolution of all these four things when it happen then you go to the state where all these things are in dissolved and that that state is beyond words so it cannot be even articulated or defined do, is it helpful though do, do you think that that do you think the understanding that's brought about by by the division in, into padas is helpful see we should understand one thing there are many upanishads the 10 major ones which are going from different different aspects of the truth like for the mandukya from the point of view of ajatyavada and then the chandogya which is talking about that you know tattvamasi shvetaketu that sarvam kalvidam brahma and then if you go to the taitriya then there is a part of panchikaranam and panchagosha viveka then each one of the upanishad is approaching it all from different angles for depending upon which may make sense to the listener but ultimately what makes sensible to you or what gives you the key to the you know secret door is known only to the individual and when he when that door is open when that uh, when that you know the the cover is gone 
of that ignorance which is come with which we are not able to see that that state cannot be described by any upanishad neither the mandukya nor chaitandukya or bhradaranya or any upanishad can articulate what is the reality they can only indicate it so all these upanishads are giving us indicative methodology with which you can you know we can use that as the props where we by which we realize that in our own it is a direct experience of the listener this will help you to go through that what which one will make you know it is easy for you will depend upon how your mind is able to decipher this in my description of reality when you know in our little back channel with whatsapp the the notion that is is fundamentally false we 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 don't go to sleep we're not achieving a, a state in consciousness called sleep that brahman atman that reality is represented by these these three sleep dream and waking it it's not states that are achieved correct that states achieved in the sense you cannot say that these are all experiences you cannot deny that you didn't have waking dream or deep sleep no from the waker's point of view i'm saying so these are all experiences and the experiences themselves are not the answer for what we are looking for it has to be it has to be understood from the point of view where will you dissolve or resolve these experiences as names and forms to the state of where their known names can be articulated have you have you used a kaleidoscope patrick any time yeah so what happens in a kaleidoscope you see multiple images or multiple objects do they have independent reality there no they don't have they do not have independent reality they are all projections of the reflections on the each side of the glass because of the light in one aperture right same way imagine the awareness when it comes through the aperture of the mind it is projecting the appearances of the world the waker the dreamer and the deep sleep from the waker's point of view it is something similar you should understand that the the point is is that it's it, this is this is another form of mythia to to think that the individual i mean you know that so i mean i didn't have to say it. there is no individual so it's it's it, that soul reality brahman is is characterized by sleep waking and and dream these aren't these aren't states that is that is i mean the only word that i can use is its nature and we're not slipping into these state states that's they they otherwise you're dividing it and it's and it completely misrepresents that fundamental truth it they're not divided we're not divided 
And, and so it's a mischaracterization to suggest that these, that there are individuals that are falling asleep and that are having waking experiences that the totality can only be that Brahman can only be understood by, by it. It's like, you know, you'll reject the word, but happening all at the same time. I know that that word won't work for you, but, but it's, it is like, that's the only word that can be used, but it's happening all at the same time sleep dream wake otherwise it's divided and it's and it's a three-dimensional world of objects that you know are separate from that soul reality sleep dream wake is is that that's why it can be that's why it's divided into quarters to understand it but it's not it's not divided it's only presented that way to to bring about an understanding. Oh, that's gobbledygook, but anyway. It's it's looking from which side it it is that there, you are talking from the absolute way, side. Yeah, the only way you can the look abs- at it is the absolute. Though that's the point. Though is that if yeah. you, so you in the in, in the individual, in, in the absolute point of view, Patrick, there is no description, no explanation, no quarters, nothing. But from the person who are experiencing trying to find out what is the absolute his point of view that he has experiences he doesn't know it is the same one absolute which is appearing as the four so from his point of view if you have to take and make him take all the way up to the absolute you have to tell from the experience of the individual who has no idea what absolute is so the the only way is your personal experience of waking dream and deep sleep is the only way you have to start with. But once you have understood the reality that they are all nothing but the same, and then that then there is no revalidation that these four quarters are the same need not be verified because these four doesn't exist when there is only absolute. When, see, that is like the snake never appeared, but the experience came from the snake. You cannot say the snake did not give a fear. And was the snake, a re- is the snake real to have a real experience? No. You had a experience, a real experience from an unreal thing. That unreal thing never had any reality apart from the reality of the substratum of the rope. So the thickness of the rope, the shape of the rope is the shape in which the snake is appearing. But the snake has no independent existence apart from the rope. All the three times before, now and later, the only truth is that of rope. The snake was projected onto the rope and that projected snake gave rise to the experience of the fear. The experiences are real. The experiences of the waking dream and deep sleep are real. But the experiences of dream and the waking are real from where? From a non-existent feeling of individuality. The individuality is a reality as long as you do not know the absoluteness. 
the individuality is a projection of the mind the mind thinks you are an individual and therefore the experiences of the individual is reality but when you know that the mind is nothing but the sat which is having the awareness and consciousness and then you forget you think the name and form are the reality of the like the pot and the gold etc etc then the world appears to be real this is why sat satyam i mean sarvam kaluidam brahma and all those things will have to be understood in in totality not as one aspect alone I mean, it's it's a <laughs> I mean, thank you for indulging me uh but it's i mean it's a real it's a lie like we're told a lie right right from the beginning and it's constantly reinforced as lies and i mean i guess it's not a lie because most people won't you know gain this understanding and and won't accept it i mean you know even among the hindu community but it's but i mean i mean it's a it's a complete fabrication <laughs> yeah i mean it's just this it pisses me off too i mean i have to tell you i'm pissed off right now because it's because i it, it's like when you uncover these lies it's like it's it is a lie bindo life or home <laughs> it's true that's what that's what that's what happens is that you start seeing that part of it god the total lie the life or it's a life or who accepts the lie and the experience and the reality yeah that's what i'm laughing about it is because you start accepting it that there's this you know that the the there's an you know that there's somebody you know that's that's with you all the time <laughs> that's full shit and that's that's part of that lie and it's accepted the lie and then you <laughs> you can't really get rid of it necessarily but it's like you accept that that's part of you know who you who you are in that sense not really but it's like it's kind of like you know an appendage that you that you realize that you know has believed the bullshit for so long but isn't that um i really think it's genius if you think about it yeah it really is genius you start out as mind thinking you're a person and then you find out you're not that you are the the consciousness that created that you projected that and that is genius <laughs> it's all genius though that's the best part of it is when you look at it it's so brilliant that's why you become a a bhakta you have to have reverence for it all because you know not just the, not not just the substratum but like the projection itself it's such an it's such an incredible artifact of that that divine truth that 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 it can be pulled off it's so it's so incredible it's like you keep it's like a rabbit hole that just gets deeper bindo I thought it would stop at some point you know god 
You're working your way out of it. Pranam Bindoji. Pranam Prakash. So I just wanted to follow up and um, so let's say we, whatever to the extent, you know, because we all have our own, uh, <clears throat> you can call it limitations or, you know, the, the learning level, you know, I don't know if there is a level, but learning methods or optimization. So is there anything you would recommend students as a foundational exercise as they do Mananandhidhyasana? Do some checklist to, to say this is some things that I should look forward to, a checklist. Because I find that a lot of students, they go up to a point and then get entangled in meanings. Not trying to, not trying to <clears throat> witness it directly. You know, do the manana nididhyasana. Is there any recommendations? I know it's a, it's not a, it's not like I'm asking for a list, but is there some suggestions you have to resolve that kind of bottleneck situations that you go to a ground state and then work your way back up? Because I've been always in that process. That if I reach a point, I know that's my limits of my understanding. I don't push the boundaries. I just go back down and then slowly work my way back up. Is there anything you would recommend that uh, <clears throat> the students can benefit? Thank you. Yeah, the two Upanishadic mantras which I recommend normally for beginners is one is from the Sheta Shetar Upanishad. What says that what does it say? Trishudamasu means the three states of experiences. Yadbogyam bhokta bhogam. There are three three in each one of them. That is that subject, object, and the relationship between them. So we have totally nine. Waking, dream, and deep sleep. Tebyo vilakshana sachi. I am that witness who knows that in the waking uh, there was a subject and object and uh, perceiving, perceiving in that. In the dream world there is a dreamer, the dream world and the perceiving of the dream. In the deep sleep I was there not knowing anything, knowing nothingness or my not having any experience as a blank. So in all the three things, the blank and the experience, uh, the, the knowing, in the waking, the knowing, in the dream. Tebyo vilakshana sachi, the witness. There is one witness which knows that these states are happening, these things are happening. I knew I had a waking, I knew I had a dream, I had a deep sleep. I know that. So if I am the one which was present in my waking, in my dream and my deep sleep, I have to be different from them because they are all experiences coming and going. Their transitions, and their presence and absence also was known to me. So I have to be different from them. So I am a Tebyo Vilakshana Sachi. And apart from I am the witness for them. And that is my reality. And what is the nature of it? When I am devoid of all the three. Because what is known cannot be me. Because I am the knower. And I am a witness means I am the witness. And they are all witnessed the objects of it. So, Tebyo Vilakshana Sachi. So, that, in what was that state of mind when I was witnessing all that? Chid Matram. I was pure awareness. It was only awareness was my nature. 
when I was observing all the three things and happening in them and when they were changing and when their changes also is known to me. So Chinmatroham Sadashivam. So always I am in the peace of tranquility because there was no ups and down for my that state. So that is Shivam Shantam. That state was the thing. So this one mantra which I say people to observe their own experiences. Now, individually, you can go into each of the state also. There, that another mantra from the Kano Upanishad helps you. Pratibhuvata viditam matam amrutattu hivindade. Vidyaya vintade amrutam. Viti, that statement. That pratibhuvata viditam. Bodham bodham prati. Every experience of mind, whether it is waking, dream or deep sleep, There is a adjective to the experience by names and forms, but without the name and form, there is a purity of experience also. That awareness through which I knew the adjectives was part of that bodham or that experience, whether it's internal or external, doesn't matter. Every experience had two components of it. One is the pure awareness of it, which is the delivering principle or the carrying principle on which the names and forms or the qualifications or the adjectiveness of that experience is depending upon. When I can, I can take out that segregation between that qualifications or the adjectiveness from the purity of the experiences, that is what is the pratibodha vititam and matam. One who can see the awareness in all experiences, he can himself segregate that awareness as the pure substratum for all experiences. There is no division, no way in which you can say that each one is different because they do not have separatedness. That is the immortality of it, or Amrutattva Hivindade, that, that victory over that, you know, experiences are coming, going. So they have mortal, immortality in nature. But in, when you go down into that substratum, which is carrying the, the awareness, which is carrying that each one of them, the mortal experiences, when I say mortal experiences means they have a beginning, they have a experiencing and they had this, they are replaced by another one, so they die. So this mortal experiences is depending upon an immortal awareness, where the awareness is there always. Because I am aware when the, observe, when the experiences are also changing, there is an awareness there. So there, there is an immortality to that awareness and concentrating on that, you can see that is the same witness which was going through at the gross level of the three states of experience to the individual experience level also, it is the same witness which is as awareness which is experiencing. If one can concentrate on that as a manana and nididhyasana, he will be able to shift without effort, he will be taken to that state of awareness. He doesn't have to do any activity. That is because that is the nature or the reality of the individual. So unknowingly, he will get the glimpse of his own nature. Initially, it may come like a, you know, algae, 
fill the water when you show a throne it it may come as an experience then again the overwhelming experiences will be covering that glimpse but avarti of when it repeated again and again the alge cannot happen in that thing that is why when we see in a pond the rest of the whole place will be filled up with alge but where there is activity the alge doesn't come so there is a place where you can access the water same way when you are access this repeating this again and again that ignorance which was giving rise to the feeling that there is reality to the other names and forms will vanish and you will be permanently established and once you are established in that yatnyatva sarmavidam vitnyadam bhavati then you will know that all these names and forms did not have independent existence without this awareness tadham paramam mama that is our true nature that awareness in my in my nature of awareness is all the world is suspended or appearing and disappearing i am there all the time i never cease to exist it is my nature that is the way in which one has to do that shravana manana thank you thank you minuj pranams Ji, look like Prakash is looking for more prakriyas. Um, I think for him, I think if I use his word, tools, the prakriyas are not openly stated in Upanishads, but Guru uses it in the articulation. If if those can be explicitly called out, then then it will help that whole manana process. See, Venkat, the problem is that prakriya will have to be invented by the individual because your mental capability, your you know grasping power, your relation of the statements of truth to you will be known only by the individual. So, if you give a prakriya which which is done in the normally in the other systems like yoga, etc. that is all for physically you can control your mind and all but this is to go beyond the mind so in advaita you cannot say prakriya you can only do the prakriya is only manana nididhyasana which he is there in his question itself he knows that is a prakriya but for manana what is the tool one can use that or what is the method all for the manana which you can use is what i explained maybe my language if, if if the pancha kosha viveka used to the you know a methodology or a, i was trying to use the word prakriya for pancha kosha viveka that whole process of you know identifying and eliminating each layer eventually take you to a point where nothing else to eliminate so th- that's a methodology it is built into the upanishad in a way uh, if those methods can be called out 
that structure gives a certain path towards truth that's my point pinoji yeah i understood that see there are methods like panchakosha vivaga viveha avastatra viveka which i explained and uh, you know nitya nitya vastu viveka all those prakriyas are there in the different upanishads but what i recommend is what i said that avastatra nirupanam is more you know uh, what you call uh, appealing because that is your daily experience in the panchakosha viveka you have only access up to your mind, the manomaya kosha vitnyanamaya kosha anandamaya kosha is a utopian idea and people are not able to relate to that that is my personal experience when i had discussed during my study days with lot of my co you know people who are studying along with me they are able to make out what is annamaya kosha pranamaya kosha manomaya kosha but beyond that some were able to even at least feel the vitnanamaya kosha is okay but that what they thought vitnanamaya is most of them made a mistake thinking that at the intellectual level no it is not the intellectual there the vitnana is different visheshaknana is there that is the where people most of the people make a mistake and forgetting about the anandamaya kosha so there i why i didn't go to and explain in that is that even though the upanishad aitriya says about this panchakosha viveka to apply on one's own analysis for mananam it is difficult to you know unsheath oneself from each of those koshas or association with the body but it is easy for us to analyze our waking dream and deep sleep because it is every day happening so that i found that it is more you know uh, what you call effective tool rather than the panchakosha viveka there are many such the nitya nitya vastu viveka is another neti neti is another method in which it is being used but their problem with the neti neti is that you are you are you are only told to, to come to a stage of neti and not what after that word it it doesn't shine by itself when you say neti neti because your mind you cannot go beyond that the last neti even that the one who says neti is also to be dropped that aspect is very difficult for one to understand one to do know that because how can i be not there to deny anything will be the question which the people ask normally such spaces so instead of getting into all those complications analyze our experiences that is what i feel is more effective so we all meet on the next friday i'll take leave now thank you all adio thank you vitoshi good night vitoshi good night